Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 347, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. As you all know by now, between my newsletter and this podcast, my goal continues to be to provide you all with the tools and support to unlock your internal motivation, to achieve your goals, and ultimate happiness. That's why I'm excited to announce that I am now offering free digital assets from my UHub, a framework that will allow you to unlock your full potential and greatness by providing you with the clarity you deserve in order to see your self-worth. This hub consists of 12 critical spokes that we need to identify about ourselves because identifying these will provide you with clarity to unlock your full potential and greatness. Two, the growth mindset worksheet, which challenges you to find patterns of thinking that invoke a fixed mindset and guide you to shift to a growth mindset. Download these free printable exercises on my website by clicking the link in the show notes. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Our capacity to sculpt our ideal physique, establish a thriving $10,000 a month enterprise, and achieve significant milestones in life hinges on one thing, our mastery of dopamine management. And those who grasp the art of self-regulation possess a significant edge. Now, a prevalent misconception is associating dopamine solely with pleasure. However, in reality, it's the pursuit molecule, the driving force behind motivation, compelling us to chase rewards. 
Dr. Andrew Huberman broke it down best. Dopamine is not about pleasure. It drives motivation, mediates reward-driven learning, is not infinite, but renewable, is also involved in movement, plays a role in vision, and lastly, and most importantly, can be controlled. Anything we've accomplished is because of dopamine, building our business, achieving our dream body. In fact, we can trace all human technological progress and the advancement of civilization to dopamine. Dopamine is incredibly important, and we each have a massive advantage if we know how to use it. So, how can we control our dopamine? Number one, the pleasure-pain balance. This concept comes from Dr. Anna Lemke in her book, Dopamine Nation, which I'll link in the show notes. The basic premise is this, pleasure and pain coexist. And this is because the body wants to maintain equilibrium. If we experience an abundance of pleasure, we can expect an equal amount of pain after. This is how the body maintains balance. This is why we feel demotivated and depressed after a hyper-stimulating day of binging TikTok, eating fast food, and generally cheap dopamine. Here's the tricky thing about this balance. To experience the same pleasure, we'll need more stimulation than last time. So, as we add more pleasure, we'll experience more pain later on. Now, the baseline equilibrium is permanently tipped to the pain side. And this happens when we keep scrolling, refreshing, and eating, but nothing feels good anymore. This is what's known as neuroadaptation. We want one more bite, one more episode, one more hit. Because if one felt good, two would feel even better, right? However, the problem is that we build up a tolerance. And the more we expose ourselves to the pleasurable stimulus, the weaker the pleasure and the stronger the pain. This is why addicts increase their drug intake over time. Eventually, the scales come to rest on the side of pain in a dopamine deficit state. This means that not only is our ability to feel pleasure decrease, but we are also more sensitive to pain. So, how can we avoid this? By making the pursuit the reward. By making the satisfaction from the action greater than the celebration. I'll give you an example. In high school, my football coach was crazy. No shock there, right? Apparently, it's mandatory to be an angry individual to become a high school coach. Nonetheless, there was one thing that really stuck out above all of his madness. And it was what he told us to do when we scored a touchdown. He directed us to work as hard as we could to get into the end zone, but choose not to celebrate in the end zone. Now, this was for two very specific reasons. One, the classic act like you've been there before, but two, and most importantly, it pushed us to focus on the effort, the pursuit of getting into the end zone. And this shifted the normal dynamic by making the satisfaction from the action greater than the celebration. And this is how we keep showing up motivated every day, consistently doing the work, consistently hitting the gym, 
and consistently keep improving. By keeping the celebration to a minimum, we keep the pleasure-pain balance and under control. Number two, sensitivity to reward. This refers to how strongly our brain responds to the pleasure or reward signals associated with different activities. Some people naturally have a high sensitivity to reward, while others may have lower sensitivity, making it harder for them to derive pleasure from the same activities. Rion Doris from Flow Research Collective released a phenomenal video on how to control dopamine for high hyperfocus, and flow state, I highly recommend watching it. I'll link it in the show notes, but I'll also summarize it for you. Our ability to find hard things pleasurable, like doing deep work and exercising, is predicated on our sensitivity to reward. If we have high sensitivity to reward, these tasks will seem fun, but if we have low sensitivity, they'll seem grueling. The key to finding hard work enjoyable is keeping reward sensitivity high. So, how can we do this? Well, there are three main steps. Science says our ability to learn new languages peaks when we're children. But, since you can't go back to being six years old, we've got the next best thing. Babbel. Because with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks. Recently, I've been learning to speak Portuguese with Babbel, and you can too. This summer, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Why Babbel? Because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are little more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. Babbel's courses have helped me learn real-life conversation skills, which is something near and dear to my heart, considering my grandmother is Portuguese. It's enabled me to have a conversation with her in her native language. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. For instance, one study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. With over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is real language learning for real conversations. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash motivatedmind. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash motivatedmind, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash motivatedmind. Rules and restrictions may apply. Number three, actionable steps for controlling dopamine. First, take boring breaks, aka engage in stimulus reduction. We want our breaks to be more boring than the work. We want to starve our brain of dopamine so we actually want to get back to work. We want to avoid dopamine saturation because this can lead to a rapid release of dopamine. So, 
Instead of scrolling social media during a break, try one of these. Stretch, journal, foam roll, meditate, stare at a wall, do breath work, walk with no inputs like listening to music or a podcast. No phone. If we can make the break more boring than the work, getting back to work will actually seem quite exciting. Second, occupy the in-between. This is where we intentionally use the idle or transitional periods in our day to heighten reward sensitivity. So, what are considered the in-between moments of our day? Things like waiting for the bus or waiting in line at a coffee shop. These periods throughout our day provide an opportunity to heighten our reward sensitivity. Instead of reaching for our phone or checking social media, we want to settle into the present by doing things like sitting quietly, impatiently, embrace the stillness and allow yourself to sit quietly without distractions or external stimuli, driving to a cafe in pure silence, use your commute time as an opportunity to enjoy the journey without the need for constant stimulation like music or podcasts, listening to the sounds around us, taking in and feeling the present moment without the filter of digital distractions. By avoiding quick dopamine or cheap dopamine, we keep our reward sensitivity high, making it easier to do the hard things we value. Third, do everything one thing at a time. This is specifically focused on optimizing our brain's ability to shift between different cognitive networks for increased focus and flow. Now, let's look at two quick definitions before we dive in. The first is the default model network, also known as DMN, which is active when we're not engaged in a task. This is the very reason why it's called default. The second is the task positive network, also known as TPN, which is active when we're focused on a task. The faster we can shift from the DMN to the TPN, the faster we can enter focus and flow. So how do we accomplish this? Well, the higher our reward sensitivity, the easier the shift. To keep reward sensitivity high and make the transition easy, we want to avoid the hyperstimulation of multitasking because it's multitasking that overloads the brain's cognitive networks. And this can diminish reward sensitivity and hinder the ability to enter a state of flow. Now, how do we do this? By embracing life as a series of single events. So when you're eating, just eat. When you're working, just work. When you're having a conversation, just converse. Life becomes more abundant when we do so. When we engage fully in one activity at a time, we can allocate our full cognitive resources to that task, to that thing, which increases our chances of entering flow and maintaining high reward sensitivity. So now that you understand how dopamine works, if you listened this far and don't make any changes, you've wasted your time. But if you apply some of these tips, your life can actually change drastically. And no, I'm not exaggerating. So choose to do hard things every day. 
Take consistent breaks from social media. Allow yourself to be bored. Don't compulsively check your phone every spare second you get. Focus on one thing at a time. Take boring breaks. Avoid over-celebrating. Understand the reward lies in the pursuit. Be cautious of any unearned dopamine. Keep your diet plan. Keep your information diet educational. Read a book instead of scrolling. Avoid cheap pleasures, especially before work. Understand, boring days are extremely valuable and powerful. No dopamine is free. The cost of cheap dopamine is your potential. Remember, those who can self-regulate are the ones who will get ahead. Now it's on you to take this information and apply it to your life. This week's shout-out is by Theodore, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I listened to your Uncovering Your Passion episode, and it really reminded me how grateful I am to have the will and strength to get up and do my passion. I'm only 16, but like to analyze movies and shows and find meaning in them. You are so right when you talk about passion and finding happiness through meaningfulness. My passion really makes me truly happy and feel like I'm doing something meaningful and gives me a reason to keep going every day. Thank you for your sage advice. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to control your dopamine. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.